0: And 145 dollars a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro dot co slash snoozecast.
1: Welcome to SnoozeCast, a podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on SnoozeCast.com and follow us on Instagram at SnoozeCast to find behind the scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast app. Also, share us with a friend. SnoozeCast is intended to be listened to one episode at a time rather than through continuous play. The episodes get softer as they get to the end, and we don't want you to be woken back up. Most podcast players default to playing continuously, but there's usually an option to use a sleep timer. You can also simply listen directly through our website, snoozecast.com, where it will only play one episode at a time. If you'd like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to this newsletter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Bleached Linen. Tonight, we'll read the opening to Recollections of a Tour Made in Scotland, A.D. 1803, a travel memoir by Dorothy Wordsworth. Her six-week, 663-mile journey through the Scottish Highlands with her brother, William Wordsworth, and mutual friend, Samuel Taylor Coleridge, has been called a masterpiece and one of the best Scottish travel writings during a century which saw hundreds of such examples. Dorothy wrote recollections for family and friends and never saw it published in her lifetime. The three travelers were important authors in the burgeoning Romanticism movement, and thus the trip itinerary was in part a literary pilgrimage to the places associated with Scottish figures significant to Romanticists. Dorothy's descriptions and judgments of the countryside and landscapes were a mixture of her own personal aesthetics and the in-fashion aesthetics of the sublime, beautiful, and picturesque. In fact, Recollections is considered today a classic of picturesque travel writing. Venturing to Scotland in 1803 was not an easy trip, and the 30-year-old Dorothy would experience much of the rougher nature of Scottish life. A depopulated rural land due to industrialization and emigration, along with rough roads, coarse lodgings, and sometimes meager food. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now take a few deep breaths. Part One First Week William and I parted from Mary on Sunday afternoon, August 14th, 1803, and William, Coleridge, and I left Keswick on Monday morning, the 15th, at 20 minutes after 11 o'clock. The day was very hot. We walked up the hills, and along all the rough road, which made our walking half the day's journey. Traveled under the foot of Carrick, a mountain covered with stones on the lower part. Above, it is very rocky, but sheep pasture there. We saw several where there seemed to be no grass to tempt them. Past the foot of Grisdale and Mosedale, Both pastoral valleys, narrow and soon terminating in the mountains, green with scattered trees and houses, and each a beautiful stream. At Grisdale, our horse backed up upon a steep bank where the road was not fenced, just above a pretty mill at the foot of the valley, and we had a second threatening of a disaster in crossing a narrow bridge between the two dales. But this was not the fault of either man or horse. Slept at Mr. Young Husband's public house, Heskett New Market. In the evening, walk to Calbeck Falls, a delicious spot in which to breathe out a summer's day.